This is Total Retail Tech Insights. The content retail executives need to optimize their use of technology throughout their organizations. Hello and welcome to this episode of Total Retail Tech Insights. I'm Joe Keenan, the Editor-in-Chief of Total Retail. I'm joined on today's episode by Ashley Firmstone, who is the Senior Vice President of Customer Success at Rocked. Ashley and I today are going to talk a little bit about the uh, Rocked business as well as uh, delve into a couple of topics such as retail media networks, the payments marketplace, and and a little bit of kind of where we see the industry headed um, through the remainder of the year. So thanks for joining me today, Ashley. Thanks so much for having me, Joe. I'm excited to, to kind of get our conversation started. Um, I think a good place to, to begin would be for you to tell our audience a little bit about what Rock does. Tell us a little bit about the business and um, the problems you're helping to solve for retailers. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to kind of start at the beginning of how um, our company started actually around just over 10 years ago. And the challenge that we saw in e-commerce, which was kind of this white space, that it was this challenge of trying to decide what is the next best action for a customer as they're going through that checkout experience? Because it's a critical time in um, not only the customer's experience, but also for that business. Everything funnels around that transaction moment. So our CEO a couple of years ago, he used to be the former CEO of uh, Jetstar Airlines, which is a low-cost carrier airline uh, in Asia Pac. And really when he was working there, the airline business is interesting because the cost of the ticket and the profit margin on that airline flight is quite minimal. So as we all know, as consumers, they rely heavily on the baggage upsell, the seat upgrade, et cetera. Um, but how do you know which of those is right for a customer as they're going through that flight booking experience? And normally what we see today is a lot of businesses are kind of throwing everything at the customer, hoping that they'll select one thing or the other. Uh, but what this does is it actually creates a negative experience and almost this uh, phenomenon called the paradox of choice, where consumers are trying to sift around, you know, different offers and advertisers just to uh, advertisements to just complete their purchase. So when he was looking around at um, different technology solutions, there was no one out there that was solving this problem. And when he founded Rocked, it it was really to go into this space to help solve and add machine learning to this concept of driving the best experience for the end customer um, while considering the, the value of each uh, component to the business. But if you keep the end customer in mind, you can really maximize their experience through this uh, purchase flow while also uh, increasing engagement and take rate, which then adds to the bottom line of the business. So we took that concept and we really blew that out. We now work across not only travel sites, um, but other industries as well, also face this challenge of the customer journey and, and how to you know, manage the trade-offs of their business priorities with that customer experience. So now we work in entertainment, retail, um, financial services, uh, tons of different categories where we're really analyzing this customer moment um, and optimizing it for them. So that provides a, a really good overview of the of the business. Um, so let's dive into a little bit about the how behind, you know, you've kind of outlined the, the why for the business. Talk about 
the how and your how you're doing this and the, the technology you're utilizing at Rock to provide that improved customer journey uh, throughout the transaction purchase experience. Yeah, what we're doing is helping many businesses today unlock the first party data that they have on the consumer because there's a lot of companies that actually have a lot of this information they you know they have um, data around their customers past experience but they struggle to kind of unlock that and use it in a thoughtful way so what rock does is we help provide um, ai and machine learning and we plug into this first party data to help allow us to make decisions on what is the best um, uh, option for the customer. Is that an upsell? Is that a specific payment provider? Or is that a third-party offer that we want to serve? And we're using that technology, that AI, to continuously learn about those customer interactions and then use what we've learned about their historical preferences. You know, have we shown them something before and we want to show them something else this time? Uh, so really the how we're doing it is kind of plugging into that first party data and then using a decision engine that's continuously learning to really maximize um you know what does the ui and experience look like for the end customer and then let's talk about why this is important if you get this experience right how is that going to positively impact the end customer and you know consequently how is it going to positively impact the retailer's business yeah it's a great question and that's the crux of it all. Um, I think uh, what we do and what we can provide is by cleaning up and, and providing a better customer experience, you're actually going to increase, like I said, the engagement and the take rate of the products and services that you're trying to upsell or cross sell to that consumer. So even by reducing the amount of content on the page, you can actually provide still a 10x uplift on what you're able to drive as far as a take rate on a specific product, or if that's a loyalty program that you're serving or your co-branded credit card, by reducing those options and allowing um, our machine learning to add this one-to-one -one experience versus um, you know, something that's more like fixed real estate on the page, you can get really dynamic with the performance that you drive. And ultimately, that increases that bottom line uh, revenue to your business. And what we've seen is that that can actually double the profitability of uh, the transaction. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, that I'm thinking as you're as you're talking about this, Ashley, I'm thinking about basket size. You're you're raising that average order value, yeah. um, and given today's continually rising acquisition rates, that cost of acquisition online. Yeah. Um, you're helping to offset and protect margin there. And then also it's it's probably a better experience for the customer, which leads into loyalty and getting to them to return again. So again, that that lifetime value as you think about the bottom line. Um, I guess those are two major selling points of of the Rocked uh, tool. Yeah, exactly. We look at all of those metrics, right? We want to understand cart conversion rate above all else. So if we see even that something is going to hinder that car, that initial cart conversion rate for the core product that they're purchasing, we might elect to not show anything. Um, and that's surprising to some businesses, but it actually might be better for the customer and increase those other metrics that you mentioned, like repeat purchase value or their average order value next time. So making those decisions are really important. And I think the key is also doing it on a one-to-one -one level, right? Because 
Joe, you might want something different in your checkout experience than I do. But a lot of companies are kind of bucketing uh, groups of customers into cohorts or they're just, you know, straight A-B testing and then making broad decisions based off of the winner. What our AI allows you to do is create unique experiences for each individual. And that is really where that additional value starts to come in and you can maximize every single experience that happens. So I'm going to shift gears a little bit, Ashley, and, and, and delve into another area um, where Rocked has some influence, and that's retail media networks. So these are um, obviously a, a trending topic in the industry. I actually just got back this week from Shop Talk, and there was a lot of discussion around retail media networks. So tell yes. us a little bit about retail media networks and how Rocked um, works with them. Yes, uh, retail media networks are are very interesting. It's really not surprising the boom that you're seeing um, and the interest in these because of what you already mentioned, you know, acquisition costs are going up and it's really expensive to even get customers to the site to begin with. So then how do you maximize their basket value and um, their take rate through the transaction flow and all of those things? And how do you get them to sign up to loyalty? There's so much that we need to do to maximize um, what they do on site to offset those upfront costs and those rising um, uh, CPAs that we're seeing across uh, the broader ecosystem. So retail media networks, I think, are really interesting because it's bringing to digital what stores have done for years in brick and mortar, which is kind of sell their shelf space, right? Or, um, you know, the end caps that you would see in supermarkets. So retail media networks are interesting because they're now bringing that to the digital world and brands are understanding that their data that they have on site is really valuable. And now that's something that they can use to help monetize um, their customers. So I think it makes a lot of sense. And sometimes, you know, selling that, uh, for, you know, digital shelf space um, mm -hmm. really helps kind of um, offset their costs. And even in the last year, I think we saw the rise because of um, inflation costs and extra inventory that a lot of brands were sitting on um, and what that did to their businesses. So this allowed them something to have a new revenue stream to tap into. So Really not surprising. Um, I think it's a smart move as a company because they're tapping into, like I said, an additional revenue stream. I think Rocked is very complementary to these because normally with retail media networks, you're, uh, they're focused more on endemic um, and additional products that you want to add on to the purchase. Like if I'm buying shoes, maybe I want to add socks or if I'm buying um, you know, laundry detergent, maybe I need dryer sheets or something along those lines, depending on what the flow is. Um, they really focus on that add-on um, piece. What Rocked is, is doing is really focusing on once they've added items to their cart, how are you cross-selling and unlocking your other partnerships and providers to tap into value? So things like, you know, um, uh, with Ticketmaster selling parking, right? That's another third-party provider, but it's interesting. It's kind of an additive. It's not an additional ticket or a core value um, for that business. Same thing with our, you know, you mentioned our payments product within the payments page. How are you selecting the right payment card option for that consumer in that flow? So Rocked is different where we're optimizing and focused on a different part of the transaction journey. And that's going to be core to where we stay. So a lot of businesses can actually tap into both strategies and, and really maximize different parts of their, their site and that customer flow. 
Yeah, I'm from the retailer perspective, a couple things I'll note, and you you already cited it, actually, kind of that revenue stream diversification. Yeah. Um, you know, as inflation uh, impacts cost of goods, um, leveraging some of that existing data that they, they're already holding um, and, and trying to monetize that. So it makes a lot of sense. Um, I'm going to ask a, a very similar question to what I asked earlier in terms of for retailers that are able to get this right, get their RMN operating efficiently and effectively, what's the what's the business benefit, the value that they can see there? I think that there's a ton of value in it, Joe. I mean, adding, if you're getting it right, it's a great experience for the customer, right? They're going to find value in it, but that is key. And that's really hard to do. Um, I, you know, there's a lot that you can, um, mess up in that moment, I think. Um, and really when you get it wrong, I think it's more detrimental. <laughs> um, and the the cost is actually bigger to get it wrong versus then actually getting it right. Um, so I think about it that way. Uh, but there is a lot of value in, in the same metrics that we talked about in increasing average order value. Um, I think customers appreciate when something feels easy, like you've added something and been very thoughtful about what they're purchasing um, and you want to make a unique offer to that consumer. I think customers recognize that and it brings that more human experience into digital, which is nice. So they'll reward you and they'll keep coming back um, with, with repeat purchases if they get that experience. But when you get that wrong and um, you know, it really feels like it's overwhelming to the customer or bombards the customer with the wrong option or continuously tries to sell a product to someone that has said no by not engaging several times, that can be really detrimental to your customer base. Yeah, because your customer wants to believe that the brand knows them, that, you know, that they understand their behaviors. Um, they're sharing their data with them in exchange for these personalized relevant experiences. And if you're yes. getting that wrong, like you said, the opportunity cost there is really great. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, customers do know that brands have their data and they are actively giving that in certain circumstances when yeah. they're purchasing or they're signing in. Um, so they know that you have it. They're not naive to this fact, but what really um, creates, you know, all the concerns around privacy is, is when brands get it wrong. So it not only creates an issue for their customer base, it creates an issue for everyone that's trying to do the right thing um, and really optimize on a one-to-one -one level. So I'm going to uh, move into another area and you've alluded to it. And uh, I think this is something that you're excited about at Rocked is um, one of your newer product functionalities, and that's your payments marketplace. So tell our audience a little bit about what this is and the problems it can help solve. Yes, uh, it is a very uh, new, exciting space for us um, to go into. Again, I think it's something that's that's always been really core to our mission. And what we're looking to do is take these typically static placements on through the checkout flow and really find ways to make them more engaging, more um, customer centric and, and really optimize them. And the payment space has been really interesting to watch um, over the last few years and just all of the BNPLs that are popping up all over the place. You're starting to see tons of brands lock themselves into contracts. And um, what I have now seen through my checkout experiences is there's like four different buy now, pay leaders and like two credit cards. And mm -hmm. um, I'm just trying to <laughs> 
get my saved payment method and move on. Um, so it's, it's really interesting on what it's doing to that customer flow. It's kind of just, you normally see them just stacked in that placement. And also for retailers, you're normally paying a fee. So if someone does elect to um, pay with Afterpay, for example, there's a fee paid to that uh, payment provider. So this has now created this really big cost center in the transaction moment for retailers. So our thinking around this is let's add, you know, our same concept of optimizing that experience to serve the best payment offer to each individual customer as they hit this page and let those brands, um, you know, kind of uh, work to get that impression, right? Providing relevant offers and engaging um, creative to uh, entice that customer to their brand. And through this, what we can do is now turn what was a cost center for the retailer into a profit center because they're now generating revenue from that real estate while also maintaining what's a very clear and clean customer experience. So, you know, we'll select the best payment provider option for that consumer based on what they did last time. And, you know, uh, are they a current customer of a certain card holder or not? Um, we're able to help unlock that information to provide what's a much cleaner experience. Yeah. So that's interesting. So, you know, for example, so I'm searching or not searching, I'm on the transaction, I'm on the checkout page of a certain retailer site that I may have shopped at before. They're no, you know, your tool is noticing my payment behavior, what I've used. Um, and then it's only surfacing those relevant uh, payment options that I've previously used and, and kind of suppressing the other options that it may offer to different customers? Yeah, exactly. So if we've seen like Joe that you purchased last time with an American Express uh, blue cash card, we might find that the next time you come through, the offer that we want to put is maybe it's um, the most relevant next tier for American Express. Like we might find that opportunity and American Express is willing to pay for that moment to upgrade you from one card into their gold card, say. Um, so it becomes really valuable for um, uh, the payment and financial services categories as well, because they're not just paying for this block of, of real estate on the page, but they're with Rock, they're able to unlock performance on their end. So we're identifying for them, you know, how do we achieve their downstream performance metrics, but still get them share of wallet in front of the right customers. So it creates this awesome dynamic um, where everybody wins, especially the end customer. Is that end customer, is this experience possible if it's the first time that end customers shop with the brand so their first time they might not have any purchase history with the brand um how does the tool if at all handle that type of situation that's a great question and yes there's still value that we can add even on the first time purchase uh there's a lot of information we still have as you hit that payments page around what is in your cart what is the order value size um, and any cohort data that we have around um, the consumer. So Rocked has an identity tool where we can help um, unlock uh, information and, and kind of um, create cohorts of, of consumers where we can still add a lot of um, relevancy, even if it's the first time that we've seen you. So that's really interesting, Ashley. Do you uh, have an opportunity to uh, elaborate a little bit on that UX experience um, and what really is making the payments marketplace that Rock provides uh, unique to the end user? 
Absolutely. I, I think I kind of hit on, you know, typically when you go to these pages, there's a lot of fixed real estate that you see, even when retailers are showing their co-branded card, you know, every single time it's this banner at the top of the page that you see as you're, you're checking out. And normally the creative messaging is quite stagnant um, as well. So part of the additional value, as you said, what can we do on the first time that we see you? We can still be testing what Rock does is unlock that real estate and make it dynamic. So maybe for you, we might see it at the top of the page, but for me, it could be embedded in a certain placement or on the right-hand rail where we're serving different um, design features and different creative messaging, whether that's emotive or that's offer-based or that's um, educational on the benefits uh, of getting a certain uh, payment provider um, or signing up for a certain payment provider. So there's a lot that we do, not only just around the selection of what is the next best thing, but we really do focus on the UX design of the page and how you can make that dynamic. Like I said, for even just the one-to-one -one user versus uh, selecting a stagnant design, I think a lot of companies have uh, quite quite long uh, backlogs for their product and design teams of things that they want to test. One of the benefits for both sides, the retailer and the payment provider, is that Rocks can help unlock very quick testing um, and speed to experimentation. So I wanted to kind of follow up uh, something that I think is, is pretty cool and um, worth talking about and Rock should be proud of is that they're using this marketplace uh, payments marketplace uh, as an opportunity to promote charity and giving back. So tell us a little bit about how that works and um, you're even adding more value to the customer as they can um, contribute and, and donate to charity and, uh, and give back in other ways. Yeah, I love our new partnership with Pledge. Um, it's it's really true to Rock's, one of Rock's core values, which is force for good. Um, so we really embody this um, uh, concept through our entire company. And, and this partnership really allows us to then play that out um, with our partners and our, our, our network and our customers. And what this does is, is that, again, another placement through the flow that could make a lot of sense. I think what we're doing with Pledge is they're one of, um, for anyone that doesn't know, they're one of the leading charitable fundraising platforms. So they partner with tons of different charities and companies um, uh, out there. And when we work with a retailer uh, or any company, they can kind of use this integration to offer a donation feature through that transaction flow, which one, you know, um, also looks is great for the brand. They get to um, support causes that are really relevant to them and their organization. And it all is also great for the customer, um, you know, adding that uh, even if it's, you know, a $1 donation, it's a really good feeling um, to be able to give back to something that's meaningful. And I think it's customers are really looking now for brands to have a cause, right? And they want to know that, their brand that they're purchasing with is behind something and they stand for something. So this is why it can be really important. Um, and it's maybe not the biggest revenue opportunity, but there's a lot of brand value that you generate from offering this in, in your platform. And it, again, increases those other factors around that customer repeat value and that customer engagement. So I think it's, it's an amazing opportunity for us to 
um, add new features and options to that transaction flow where we're still deciding, you know, what is the most relevant um, charity for a consumer or for the brand to, to display, but it's in a unique way. And, and it also adds a different level of value to that purchase. Yeah, and I think the, the point you make, Ashley, in terms of consumers making decisions, purchase decisions, a lot more around the values that a brand may hold and alignment with certain charities was only going to enhance that brand image. Uh, you know, so there's that, that you know, it, it might not be the ultimate conversion factor, but it, it could have an impact. And, um, you know, not only is it good for the business, but you're, you know, doing some good in the world as well. Exactly. I think it's it's all in all a, a really great um, initiative. And I think we have tons of brands that are very excited um, to be testing this product and market. And I think we're going to see a lot of that benefit, um, even from just a long-term perspective, as we look at customers engaging and, and adding those donations. Um, like I said, it's a small factor, but it is, I think, in the long run, really adds to that brand value and that lifetime value of the customer. Yeah. So I'll wrap up with this. Um, you know, we've talked about some exciting things that Rocked already has in motion from, you know, it's our work with retail media networks. It's this payment marketplace. Um, tell us what's next for the, for the business. Where are you growing, scaling? What are the opportunities that you're excited about? Yeah, we have so much. <laughs> um, so I don't know where to start. Um, I think a great uh, thing is that Rocked will continue to stay really focused on what I've like mentioned is the transaction moment. Uh, because we find that there's so much opportunity still within that flow to maximize that value. And our true vision is to really give back um, and increase that economic payback within that transaction flow for the business that they can use that to really invest back into their company in so many different ways. So there's a lot of work to still be done and how do we do that? And that's not only looking at our integrations on the confirmation page and payments page, but how do we go into your add-ons page or your upsells page, or even your post checkout when you're coming back to see when your um, order's arriving, right, on your shipping page. How do we make sure that every single one of those transaction flow touch points is fully maximized um, and optimized uh, to the value? So we'll continue to explore those parts of the journey. And we're always investing back into our R&D. It's a huge um, initiative at Rocked. We just opened, we're opening up a Seattle office, which is very exciting, uh, which is really going to be a, a huge tech hub for us. So a, a lot of our investment will go back into continuing to advance our algorithm and what we can provide from a machine learning perspective. And I think the last one I'll say is just new transaction flows. We're really getting into um, ex exciting different experiences across not just different types of retailers, um, like homeware and, and clothing, and what are those different like, uh, moments look like for the consumer. But Rock is also looking at, you know, food delivery or rideshare services like Uber and Lyft. How do you maximize um, the value to customers in those moments? Yeah, and to your point of uh, those investments in R&D and uh, just new transaction journeys, um, the speed at which e-commerce evolves and consumer behavior shifts and evolves uh, makes that, I guess, a, a necessity, right, in today's marketplace that you're continually investing in R&D and thinking about ways you can optimize and thinking about different ways the customers may be behaving going forward. 
Absolutely. The best uh, advice I can kind of give as a, as a takeaway, I think here is really focusing on the consumer. And like you said, Joe, at the speed at which their expectations um, are, 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 you know, increasing for each brand, it's very hard to keep up with that. So that's Rock's goal is to always be that voice of the customer and really helping brands understand what the customer is expecting, but also how to, you know, drive value for their business with their different programs and KPIs. So I think the biggest thing to focus on is the end consumer. A lot of what we see as far as trends are continuing to shift the power into the consumer's hands. And I think you're going to continue to see more and more of that over the next two to three years. Great. Well, I want to take the opportunity to thank Ashley Firmstone, who is the Senior Vice President of Customer Success at Rocked for joining us on this episode of Total Retail Tech Insights, telling us a, a great deal about Rocked and how it is partnering and helping retailers. So thanks for joining me today, Ashley. Thanks so much, Joe. Enjoy the conversation. Thanks for listening. For more information on this podcast, please check out our podcast channel page at mytotalretail.com slash podcasts for show notes. Total Retail Tech Insights is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Make sure to subscribe on our podcast channel page as well. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a few moments to rate and review this podcast. Thanks, and until next time, this has been Total Retail Tech Insights.